What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the second episode of TB Sports World. I'm Alex Clough. And I'm Nick Jones. And in today's episode, we're going to be going through the uh, the beautiful, the elegant, and the lovely Tropicana Field, the home of the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, so after this, we'll obviously go into the actual seasons of the Tampa Bay Rays, Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we do that, we thought we should just give a rundown and you know our thoughts, our experience at the Tropicana Field, the home of the Rays. Um, really so yeah, the history of of the Trop. Um, yeah. And you know the beginning, the beginning of baseball in Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's uh, Trop was really what what brought baseball into Tampa Bay. Yeah. So um, obviously, just the quick facts for Tropicana Field. It opened March third, nineteen ninety. Um, obviously, it was open before the Tampa Bay Rays actually played their first game on March thirty first, nineteen ninety eight. You know, obviously, the Rays were expecting a team in nineteen ninety, possibly the Giants. Originally, the White Sox were supposed to move over. Um, so yeah. But capacity is forty three thousand seven hundred seventy two. We obviously know there's yeah. th- you know those. It's not available. It's obviously, a lot of that capacity that they say there's that is in there is gone. Yeah, it's um, tarp and it originally it was it was originally a, a bigger than forty eight thousand. Yeah, um, they knocked out a lot of seats to build a scoreboard. Yeah, um, they not they knocked out seats in the other side just recently to build yeah. a, uh, a bar. Yeah, a bar. So and yeah. then well, every it seems like every year the capacity just fluctuates. Yeah. There's no really set capacity or anything like this that. This year, you know, 2020 kind of, it didn't matter. So, yeah. it, I mean, it didn't really matter with capacity this year with, with the whole coronavirus situation, shortened season. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, let's get into the history of Tropicana Field. Yeah, well, it um, obviously it's owned by the city of St. Petersburg, which is, I, I guess you could say, a bit of a problem them trying to get a new stadium. City of St. Petersburg can be very stingy with, you know, allowing them to move to Ebor. Um, it was, well, it's obviously turf field, and it was built by Populous. Construction costs $138 million. Compared to some of the stadiums that are going up now, that is that is just spare change, basically. Yeah. Um, and I guess you could say it shows, but, um, yeah, um, that's kind of the basics. It's a pretty, I would say, average MLB stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, four, 404 dead center. Right center is 370, left center is 370, and the left field obviously is 315, right field is 322. Obviously, left field, you kind of have the small wall. Obviously, a lot of people know it from the Evan Longoria home run in 2011. Yeah. It's a, kind of a small they wall out there. a short wall in, in left field, and there is a short wall in right field, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, to a certain not, point. Yeah. it's not as short as the left field one. Um, yeah. You know, they actually call that sh- that short uh, wall in left field uh, game or it's called Longo's Corner. Yeah, Longo's Corner. Um, and if you go in there in the stadium, they have a whole yeah, like, they have a whole thing. Like they have the thing. plaque, I think, where mm-hmm. it, the they've, home run landed. They've got yeah, they do have a plaque yeah. right where it landed. They have like it's not. I don't think it's a plaque. I think it's more or less like kind of painted there. Yeah. Um, but that that was a big home run for the yeah. Tampa Bay Rays in 2011. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, one thing about the uh, Tampa Bay Rays or not Tampa Bay Rays, Tropicana Field. It was the home to the Tampa Bay Lightning for yeah. a few years. While the Lightning played at Expo Hall in their inaugural season, which is at the state fairgrounds, which is mm-hmm. it, we've been to Expo Hall as well. It's about yeah. it's a one thousand seat yeah. farmers market, basically yeah. farmers market uh, shed. Yeah. That um, they have a banner up in that place. Yeah. that's the original place. Um, but they moved to Tropicana Field to do a um, to do some do a few games there while Emily was being built. Yeah. They played there for three years. Um, one thing about Tropicana Field that was uh, you what you can remember from Tropicana Field, um, the home run horn mm-hmm. is actually the goal horn. 
for the Lightning in yeah. their three seasons, they were at the trot. That's the only reason we have a home run yeah. is because the Lightning. That's pretty. It's it's actually because when you're watching the games right now, obviously the Rays um, game five of the ALCS is about to start in a few minutes. Obviously they're up three one on the Astros, but even though they're when they're the home team, even in San Diego, they still play the horn when mm-hmm. they. When they hit a home run, it so it's become a signature thing of yeah. Tropicana Field yeah. with that home run horn. Um, they and, didn't use it for a few. Uh, I believe they didn't use it in the, in like they didn't use it in the Devil Rays form. Yeah, uh, they didn't. They didn't use it all the way until like two thousand and six, I believe. Yeah. Um, they actually used a audio recorded siren. Yeah. And if you hear the, uh, if you hear the the postseason games they're playing now, they also play that siren yeah. right afterward. But that's also kind of a thing with uh, Petco does mm-hmm. that as well. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the yeah. um the Rays are set to be there until 2027. Yeah. So once they hit 2027, the lease is done with Tropicana Field. Yeah, 30 year lease. Yeah, it's, it's uh it's a long it's lease. It's crazy. And the Tropicana Beverage Company name. Yeah. With it, that is a Pepsi owned. Yeah. Pepsi owned uh thing, and they eliminated Pepsi about a few years ago. Yeah. So like it's all Coke owned now. Yeah. But they just left the Tropicana. Yeah, but they pay they pay 1.5 million dollars a year to the Rays for the naming rights, mm-hmm. which. I feel like a lot of people don't know about naming rights for stadiums and how that all works. I kind of, I presume that 1.5 is kind of small. I thought it would be a bit more money that Tropicana would be paying to get the naming rights, but um, obviously if they're in a deal, but that's through 2019, so um, how much they're paying now, they probably had to rework the deal because it's still known as Tropicana Field, I, I presume. So yeah, it's, we'll probably see more about that next season when fans are allowed back in stadiums. I could also think about it. Tropicana Field, you know, it, it, once they once they went to Coke, because Tropicana is a Pepsi-owned company. Yeah. Um, once they went to Coke, I believe it just that name had been stuck in the Tampa Bay yeah. area for so long that they they just couldn't change they couldn't change it. That's kind of like a staple name for a stadium in Florida. Um, of course, it's a brand name, but you know, oranges in Florida kind of mix together very well. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that stadium name they have now. I and if if we're thinking about like stadium names where people still call it. Hollow Stadium by the name it was before. Um, Miller Park in Milwaukee yeah. is, is not Miller Park anymore. It's American Family Field or something. It's guaranteed. Like. I think it's guaranteed, right? No, that's no, no, Chicago. no that, that's Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this yeah, the is Milwaukee a, one's different. Some American Family Stadium thing, yeah. and people are still calling it Miller Park because yeah, it's, it's always been Miller Park. And um, the new Ray Stadium in Atlanta used to be SunTrust Park, but obviously SunTrust had the merger. So now it's like Truist Park, Truist, so it's, yeah. it's very, it's so different. They, they mix with H and R or something, or not H and R, but I might, I might be right. H and R, SunTrust, but they went to being Truist. Yeah. Um, they changed the logo and everything. They yeah. did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah Tropicana Field was also known as the Thunderdome mm-hmm. when the Lightning were there. Yeah. Um, when they, when the Lightning were there, they did not use the whole stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually pulled in a lot of the seats. So they have all the outfield seats out there, but they had the, you know, the, yeah, the, like kind of like the bench seats that you have. Yeah, they had that all the way around. They only used the, um, kind of like the the left field foul or the right field foul, one of the two. Yeah. Um, they had a kind of like a goal thing hanging up. It was a hockey stadium for yeah. a period of time, but it you know it was not built yeah. for a hockey stadium. Well, not only hockey, but. Obviously, they have a license, or I guess, you know, with ESPN, and there's usually a ball game there every single year. Yeah, um, they do a, um, they, they did a foot, they did football games there. Yeah, they do football there. there. They do usually, I think it's the high school All-American game they do there a lot, mm-hmm. and then they have one ball game a year. Um, I, I forget the name of it, but um, yeah, it's usually between the Big East and Conference USA they winner. used to also be uh, arena football. 
Yeah, there's yeah arena football there but as well. Once so. the uh, once the storm kind of once the arena football league kind yeah. of in Tampa fell apart, um, that they stopped doing it yeah. here. So yeah, but yeah, Tropicana Field is such a multifaceted stadium. Obviously, they house football in it, they house hockey in it, um, probably basketball. yeah, basketball as well. Yeah, so it's just one of those you know. I guess you can tell the layout just walking into it. You know, obviously you have the wide foul foul area and um, obviously the high roof and yeah. So you can tell. something I want to get into because um, a lot of people I know a lot of people that judge Tropicana based on its looks they've never been to it. Um, Mm-hmm. The stadium itself, when you walk in through gate one, is a massive rotunda. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. Ebbets. And they have Not a, Ebbets, but it's like Ebbets. Yeah. Ebbets had its rotunda. Yeah, and, and they have a uh, small little uh, They have a small little base path. Yeah, kind of like, a, base, like there. a field there in the rotunda. Yeah. It's completely, roof is made of windows. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have all the players, current players. In the 20th season, they had uh, their former players up there. Um but they keep all the players up there on the rotunda so you know who's not so you know who's playing but like they're showing off who it is yeah yeah um and as soon as you walk in through the rotunda you're met with a food stand yeah um straight ahead if you go up the stairs there's the touch tank yeah for the uh stingrays which yeah. is a lot of fun i've done that well, yeah because it's like dead center field where you come in so if you go if you actually go straight it's the area where you can like stand there and yeah. see the field it's the area in between the the tank and mm-hmm. the left field seats. And if you go to the right, you obviously have the left field seats. Yeah. If you go to the left, you have the right field seats. Um, uh, the uh, There's a gate. There's actually a gate in center. Not kind of like left center field. Yeah. Um, during FanFest, they open that up so you can yeah, access yeah, the field. Yeah. Um, that's somewhere you can stand and watch the game, too, mm-hmm. if you wanted to. Um, another thing in that area is the – there's a museum. Yeah. The there's museum, a baseball yeah. museum up there, which – I've personally have never been into because usually when I go to the Rays games, I'm going to watch the game. Yeah, yeah. So like, I I never found time to go into that thing. I'll, I'll go and yeah. catch some foul balls for batting practice. I'll say I want to do it, and it's just something yeah. that doesn't end up happening. Yeah. Um. Then once you get into left field, um, it's mainly just concessions and stuff underneath. Yeah. But once you get up onto the seat level, um, there's a well, there's what's a, nice about Tropicana Field and all, more stadiums now. Um, I think that's one of the, my my main critis you know criticizing factors of these new stadiums, is it's just impossible to walk around the stadium without oh, going yeah. through the in courses. But with Tropicana Field, you can walk all around the stadium and you will never not see the field. I guess if you go into center field, you kind of get into that area. Once you get bit. to center field street, um, which they have is the nice the, food. The porch, yeah. The porch you cannot um, do that. The porch used to be a uh, a restaurant. Yeah. And in the restaurant, you would sit kind of like on a level, yeah. like seats would, with table in front of you, and you'd watch the game through the windows. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, 2013 or 14, one of those years, they were, they gutted that restaurant yeah. and put in a uh, put in a wall, a batter's mm-hmm. eye wall that doesn't have windows in it. Yeah. Um, and then you go. There's a lot yeah. of uh, kind of like craft foods behind mm-hmm. there. I know that they they wanted to kind of implement the Tampa Bay area. Yeah. Um, if you go to the actual concession some nice sides, Cuban food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you go to the concession sides, which are um, underneath the kind of like the infield areas, mm-hmm. um, the infield seats. Yeah, they have. Yeah. They have um they have your normal concessions. Yeah. Um, and then right next to it, they have they brought in everything Tampa related. Yeah. They have a smoked food section. Yeah. They've got you know Cuban section. Mm-hmm. I know they've got seafood. Yeah, yeah know. that's that's one of the, the one things I love about Tropicana Field for all of its criticism. You go there, you have some just amazing food options mm-hmm. there, especially Center Field when they did the renovation a few years ago. They've completely transformed that area, and you know 
if you sit out in the outfield seats, it's just a you know a few steps away, and you have so yeah. many food options. But remember, now they changed it because obviously it's it's screen related now. So usually go to the screen if you're in center field. It's not the same for like the you know infield areas and stuff. But if you're in center field, they have a screen now, and it's credit card because they don't really do cash that much anymore. Yeah, so they eliminated that can be a bit of a cash completely. Yeah. I believe a few years ago. Yeah, I think it was 2017. Um, I believe 2018. It was 2018. Yeah, 2018. Season, they started to say, oh, we're just gonna implement. Uh, Card. card only. Uh, so they kind of eliminated, you know, cash on their foods, yeah. but they're uh, you could go do cash in the gift shop. Yeah. Um, and then 2019, they completely eliminated uh, yeah. uh, cash in total. So yeah. it's all it's all card. You can actually the only thing you can buy in cash in that is a gift card, so you can go buy stuff. Yeah. So you can go buy the uh, you can buy the Rays gift card to go buy stuff in the restaurant, yeah. not in the restaurant, the stadium. Yeah. Um, another thing that Trap has. Has done in the past few years is uh, they closed the upper level. Yeah, they closed it yeah. um, completely. Believe, so they used to have, they used to give some options upper level, but I think was it last season? Yeah, so they just completely. Seven Eleven ticket uh, ticket day yeah. is what they would call it, which was every Friday home game. You could go to a Seven Eleven, pick up a coupon, and your options for seating were up in the upper level. Yeah, and since the trap is so small, I did this a lot because you know it's budget. Yeah, it's, tickets yeah. for seven dollars. Yeah, so cheap. Yeah, I know. So I buy a ticket. You get a seat up there right in the front, right behind home plate. Yeah. It's so close because yeah. of how small the stadium is that you can see everything. It's yeah. not like when you go to a football game or yeah, you know, you can't one really of those see stadiums much. and they just look like ants from up there. Yeah. You get one of those close seats. Of course, the far up seats are tarped off. You can't even use them. I don't think they've been used in years. Yeah. Um, but now, ever since uh, they closed the upper level, I know last season they sh- they still do the Seven Eleven tickets, mm-hmm. but they moved it to the corner sections of the stadium, yeah. which is probably the worst vantage. Yeah, point. probably yeah, the worst vantage. I, point I, for we sure. sat we sat in a few seats that were kind of all the way up, and yeah. uh, I ended up going with some family friends. And since the stadium, uh, since not not the stadium, but the fan, the fan, you know, people coming to the games is so low. You can go and sit in seats yeah. that are not used. Even though sometimes, which is kind of surprisingly to me, is that sometimes they can be very, the, the staff there can be very rude or very, you know, they're very strict about, you know, moving to some seats sometimes, which can kind of annoy me. But it's also dependent on who they're playing. Yeah. So I've noticed uh, if they're playing the Yankees, they're playing, you know, those small state, those yeah. small ones. You, yeah. can, you can go and sit wherever you want. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, the trot. It's it's actually a good ballpark if you compare it to newer if you compare yeah. it to other ballparks in the entire league you know it, it's no Fenway yeah. it's no Yankee Stadium well Yankee Stadium that's that's a bit of a stretch you can say it's no no Wrigley no yeah PNC yeah Park, and but. but if there's any yeah, yeah yeah if there's any stadium that is worse than Trop I'm gonna have to say it's Oakland yeah Oakland yeah, Oakland yeah, Stadium's awful yeah. so but yeah one of the one of my favorite you know. When you like back before I moved up to Georgia, when I came here back in like '08 and '07 and stuff like that, when the Red Sox were in town, me and my mom we would go up and we would sit in the nosebleeds. And if you get to a certain point in the nosebleed, it is like so steep. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember obviously the Cowboys, the Cowbells used to be the most annoying thing ever. It would literally, <laughs> it would just make it make it would make me and my mom mad so much. What are you, and you talking about? Some that's people the best who would, part. Oh, no, that's. I feel like, and they've kind of rooted out the cowbells a bit. You don't really hear that that much, but anyone who's ever sat in the upper deck, the one of the first things I do is just look up and I just see the catwalk, and I was like, oh, imagine yeah, if right I could just there. right, it's right there. So it's like you could jump and touch it. Yeah, and the catwalk. So it's four rings that the catwalks have. 
Um, and the highest one, I guess you could say, which is uh, the A ring. The A ring, 181 feet up, mm-hmm. and obviously the cat, the you know, the catwalks can be a bit. Two of them are in play. Yeah, two of them are in play, so, so you see them hitting them a lot. If you hit a certain catwalk, it's a home run. Yeah. If you hit a certain catwalk, it's a ground rule double, yeah, I believe. Ground, and yeah. if you hit another one, it's a foul ball. Yeah. Um, I know the uh, the A ring, which is the highest one, the smallest catwalk, yeah. is not in play. Yeah. Only I believe one ball has ever hit it. Yeah. And it's, well, it would take. It would take. Yeah, it was a very high pop yeah. pie. So like, it's it's actually that dome looks very short to the ground, but it's really tall. Yeah. Once you're in the stadium, you'll realize how big this dome is and, yeah. you know, the inside of Tropicana Field. Because yeah. when you pass them by, it honestly does look like a giant yeah. garbage can. Yeah, so before we before we, before we we end the episode, I think we can just go and give kind of one of our favorite personal experiences going out to the Trop. So I guess I kind of have two. I remember the 2008 ALDS. I believe it was Carl Crawford maybe who had a walk-off from running against the I, – I, I don't know if it was the 2008 ALCS, ALDS – I believe it was though, or maybe it was two thousand nine. I I don't they, really remember. Two thousand eight, they made the ALDS. I don't think they made it in two thousand nine. Well, yeah, obviously in two thousand eight they made it to the World Series, but I remember that was probably the most packed I've ever seen it. But last year is by far so it was Game Three of the ALDS against the Astros, <laughs> and it was like the night. It was like the day before, and I was talking to my mom, and obviously we have some friends who we were like decided. I told her like our friends were going. Like, my friend Caden, their family was going. So I asked my mom, I'm like, let's just go get nosebleed seats and then go to the, the porch out in center field because that's first come, first serve out there. So mm-hmm. you can just go out there and sit. And obviously they were handing out yellow towels and the upper deck was open. And it was the most packed, the most loud I've ever heard the stadium. And I remember the best moment ever is Kevin Kiermeyer, And I, I believe it was the second inning, just hit an absolute nuke. And I've never heard... The, the, the Tropicana field so loud before. I, I couldn't even hear myself think. And that it kinda, it's kind of sad because it's like, if fans did show, I mean, it would be one of the best atmospheres yeah. in sports. It but echoes off the walls. Oh, my, it just echoes off the walls. I walked into my house from school that day yeah. to watch him hit that home run because the yeah. game was left on. Mm-hmm. Um, when my dad was leaving to go somewhere, he left the game on. Yeah. And I walked in, and as soon as I put my bag down, I look at the seat, I look at the TV, he hits that home run. Yeah. So that was yeah. a good one. My favorite moment, actually... It's not really a game exp- like a game experience. Yeah. It's more or less kind of a an experience of being at the Trop itself. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2013, I went with my family um, to a regulation game against the Detroit Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, this was 2013 team. You know, Will Myers, yeah. Evan Longoria. You know, these were when this is also the last. So BJ Upton. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last year they went to uh, before 2019. They had yeah. gone to any playoffs. Um, no, I don't think BJ Upton was 2013. No. I, I, was no. Upton not on the team anymore in 2013? No, no, he was wasn't. Before. Desmond uh, Jennings and yeah, Desmond Lummy, Jennings, yeah, you know, James Escobar, all of them were on. All of them, yeah. Um, but we had gotten there very early. Yeah. Um, and we stood, we stood. Not, we weren't even going in gate one. We went in like gate seven or something, yeah. or gate like five. I don't even remember. Um, but we as soon as we were like the first people in the line, mm-hmm. and we were there an hour early. So, and it was mainly because we wanted to get in there, eat, and go and catch foul balls. Yeah. So we walk in there. And we're immediately greeted by a uh, representative from the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm-hmm. He says, um, hey, you know, we like how you're wearing all Rays gear. We are all dressed up Rays yeah, gear. I had yeah. the foam hand at the yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, we would like to upgrade your seats for free. Wow. So he uh, upgraded. He, he told us, we were like, oh, what's the gimmick? What's the gimmick? You know, yeah. this guy's just trying to take our tickets from us. Well, we looked at it. Um, he actually gave us seats right behind the Detroit Tigers bullpen with that wow. row of seating right behind yeah, the bench. Yeah. Um, and we got to sit right behind the bullpen coach. 
Yeah, and at that time, the Tigers had one of the best rotations. They had Verlander, Scherzer, yeah. Anibal Sanchez, and, 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 and crazy. me being, uh, I think I was, I don't know how old I was in 2013. I was probably 10. 10 or 9, one of those ages. Yeah. I, I flipped out. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't even know who some of those people were. I yeah. flipped out when the coach turned around when I got an ice cream cone, yeah. and he said, "Hey, can I have some of the ice cream?" Yeah. And I was like, "Dude, the coach of the Detroit Tigers is talking to me. What yeah. do I do?" He gave me and my brother baseballs. Jeez. He pulled out and he said, "You guys want some candy?" He pulls out this big yeah. old bag yeah. of candy yeah. and puts it right in front. Of him. He's like, "Take whatever yeah. you want. You guys ask for candy whenever you want." I was I was a little yeah. shy, you know. Yeah. I'm talking to the freaking bullpen coach yeah, of the know. Detroit Tigers. Really. Dude's like talking to us like friends. Yeah. He just talked to us the entire time yeah. while we were watching the game. And yeah. what what really made me sad at the end, I kind of really felt bad, was the Rays ended up winning. Yeah. And now I'm already talking to this Detroit Tigers bullpen coach. Yeah. His team just freaking lost. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I kind of feel bad yeah. for you, but Rays yeah, no. won. Yeah, one of those Tropicana field when you when you go there that much as we have before, it's you know you guys have some of those amazing experiences. So yeah, um, I hope you guys like the episode. Obviously. Tropicana Field. There's a lot of subject matter, obviously, with the potential move. I think we can we'll get that in to the later episodes when yes. we talk about the future of the Rays. Um, but yeah, thank you all for listening. All right, have a good one.